0: This is Kimberly Amici, and I'd like to welcome you to the Build Your Best Family podcast. This is a practical show that helps you imagine, plan, and build your best family. Over the next few weeks, I'll be taking some time off to spend with my family and work on a fresh new season of the show. While I'm doing this, I'll be rebroadcasting some of your favorite episodes from the past season and beyond. We are finishing up our August rebroadcast series with a foundational episode that explains exactly how we can imagine, plan, and build our best families. Plus, it includes an interview with a couple whose lives have been transformed by determining their values and being intentional about how they show up in their everyday. I am so excited to be here with you today. If we haven't met before, I'm Kimberly Amici. I'm a family culture coach, podcast host, and the founder of Build Your Best Family. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about family culture, why it matters, and how you can begin to build yours. I'm sure you've been asked the question before, how is your family doing? I'm guessing that your reaction would be, hey, we're doing great. If you had a little time to catch up, you might share what your little ones were up to these days and how cool it is to watch them grow. You'd likely say you're busy, which is just a code word for putting out fires and going with the flow. And if you're talking to a close friend, you'd probably admit that things are hard and that if you could just get through this week, month or season, that things would get better. We may even admit that we've gotten into negative patterns of relating to one another. I can totally relate to this. It was six years ago when my husband and I found ourselves in a place I just described. We were doing all the things that we were supposed to be doing as a family. Our kids were playing sports and taking music lessons. I was volunteering at school and we were involved in our local church. On paper, it looked great, but we felt exhausted, disconnected, and burnt out. We had a vague vision of what we wanted our family to be, but we just couldn't make it happen. And as a result, we became frustrated and bitter about where we found ourselves. We were constantly getting on each other's nerves. They say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well... If that's true, then in order to see a change, you have to make a change. Unfortunately, my husband and I were doing the same old thing over and over again, hoping for a break that wasn't going to come. We realized that for things to change, we had to slow down, establish our values, and identify that gap between what our life was like and what we hoped it would be. So I got the brilliant idea to write a family mission statement. We set aside a few hours, grabbed oversized sheets of paper, markers, pens, along with a cup of tea, and we talked about our passions, our values, and the things that we wanted to accomplish. However, after numerous attempts to pull it all together, we still didn't have a polished paragraph that summed up who we wanted to be as a family. Something was missing. So I jumped back online and started to look into how well-known companies came up with their mission statements. When I did, I kept bumping into this concept of culture and why it was so crucial to a successful organization. That's what we were missing. We were busy crafting words and ideas, but we lacked a basic understanding of what we wanted the culture of our family to be. So you might be wondering, what is culture? Culture is the heart of an organization, and yes, even a family. According to Wikipedia, organizational culture is the behavior of human beings within an organization and the meaning that people attach to those behaviors. That's just a fancy way of saying it's what an organization is known for. It's what you can expect when you interact with them. For example, Patagonia is known for their passion for the planet, Google for employee perks and stimulating work environment, and Chipotle for their simple and healthy food with integrity. Even if you know what culture is, you may be wondering, well, what does it have to do with families? Well, a family culture is the norm, values, beliefs, and customs of people that are passed down from generation to generation. Just as in business, family culture refers to how a family relates to one another, works together, and achieves their goals. Family culture is the DNA of a family. It's the what of, that's just the way we do things. Just like a fingerprint, it's what makes your family unique. Research shows that family culture plays an even more influential role in shaping a child than parenting styles do. You may still be wondering, how can this help our family with our crazy schedule, our decision fatigue and disconnection? Well, whether you know it or not, you have a family culture. It's not a question of whether or not a family culture exists, but whether or not you control it. In the workplace, healthy culture retains employees. In a family, healthy culture maintains engagement and promotes belonging. It's the sense of identity that keeps your family together and connected. What people want in the workplace is the same as what members want in their family. To be a part of a winning team, something that works. To contribute to visible, tangible results and to feel the excitement of being a part of something bigger than themselves. An intentionally created culture within a family provides that. The best part is that an intentionally built culture helps you say yes to the things that matter and no to the things that don't. When creating culture, it's important to know that a vision is at the core of culture. Values and beliefs set the guidelines for the behavior and mindset needed to achieve that vision. Values are of of little importance unless they're turned into practices, and practices when adhered to create a distinct culture where people that share those values thrive. Now, it may sound complicated to create culture on purpose, but it actually isn't. It's simply deciding what you want your family to be known for, determining your core values and passions, and then figuring out what those look like in your everyday life. Another way to put it, it's choosing what's important and then leaning into that. Here is an example how it's made a difference in our family. One December, my daughter asked me if she could host a secret Santa Christmas party for her friend group at our house. I immediately said yes. The plan was to order pizza, play a game, maybe make some cookies. I was willing to do whatever these girls wanted to do because years earlier, my husband and I had decided we wanted to be the house that our kids' friends like to hang out at. Generosity is one of our top five core values, and one of the ways we decided to practice that was through hospitality. The plan was all set. I was on my way to pick up some of the girls from school, and I got a phone call from my husband. He started giving me a hard time about hosting this little get-together. He wanted to know how many girls are coming over. Couldn't anybody else host this? And who's paying for all this pizza? He was under a lot of pressure at work, and honestly, he was a bit stressed about money and the added expense during the holiday season. Boy, was I frustrated. At that moment, I had a choice to make. I could tell my husband that he was being stingy and that we were only ordering pizza. I could also have told him how rude he was for bringing this up at the last minute and that he just needed to get over it. But I didn't. I took a deep breath and I simply reminded him of what we said was so important to us as a family years ago, that being able to open up our home for these girls was a blessing and that, by the way, our food budget was created for days like these. The best part of this story wasn't the clarity I had in saying yes to the party. It wasn't even that I was able to avoid an argument with my husband that could have ruined everyone's day, although that wasn't pretty amazing. It's what happened that afternoon. While my husband was out grabbing the pizza, I was able to have an unexpected conversation with these girls about understanding their worth and value and navigating the ups and downs of middle school friendship. They asked me questions and I gave them answers that no one had ever given them before. Our marriage, our home, our family were available to be used by God in an extraordinary way that day because we decided ahead of time who we wanted to be and how we wanted to show up for our kids and for others. Our life is far from perfect, but as we continue to have experiences like these, we have gained confidence and peace in our parenting. Today, I'm here to show you how to identify some of your values and close that gap between what your life is like and what you hope it will be. Ready? Step one, set aside time to do this activity. You won't just find time or stumble upon this conversation or have it when you have a spare moment. Believe me, I've tried. Step two, grab a pen and a paper and have a conversation with your spouse. Start by reflecting on your past together. Talk about your favorite memories growing up and where you spent most of your time as a child. Identify the sights, sounds, and smells that represent home. Step three, Consider what others are doing and how it impacts you. When you go to their homes, what makes you feel welcomed? What can you always count on when you're with them? And step four, determine what things from your past that you'd love to carry into the future with your now family and what things you'd like to leave behind. What inspires you about the people that you discussed in this previous question? Let this inform what you want to provide for your family. It's ideal to do this kind of work with your spouse, but I know that's not always possible. There are so many different reasons why you might find yourself alone in this process, but I want you to know that as a white... I want you to know that you can do these steps on your own and make incredible progress in your family. I actually first identified my values and the kind of home life I wanted to create without my husband, but with the help of a life coach. As I leaned into the vision I had, I slowly began to see changes. I became more confident with my decisions as a mom and was also less stressed. This piece began to trickle into my marriage, and my husband became curious about the positive changes he saw in me, and eventually he was on board to have the types of conversations that have shaped the relationship and the family culture we have today. Real change happens through small steps over time, plus old habits may need to be broken along the way. So have patience with yourself and the process. What I just shared with you is just one of the activities we do in the Build Your Best Family online signature course. Inside the course, we help you determine your five core values, identify your passions, and create practices around both of them. We also help you create language around what matters most to you, and we walk you through crafting a family manifesto. This course gives you step-by-step instructions on how you can imagine, plan, and build your best family. Now, you can definitely find many of these resources and exercises scattered throughout my website and on my podcast. However, taking this course is the most efficient and effective way to do this kind of work. That's why I am so thrilled to announce that registration opens up today for the Build Your Best Family online course. The course begins on June 14th and will take place in a private Facebook group where you'll be able to connect with other families taking the course as well. In this community, you'll be able to watch the modules, ask each other questions, encourage one another, and share your progress. And I'll be there too to answer any questions you have, share personal stories, and provide additional resources. You can follow the link that I've provided in the show notes or anywhere you can find me online to register registration closes on june 13th so don't wait too long to sign up i am looking forward to you joining us before you go though i want you to listen to this interview with andrew and chrissy carroll i had the pleasure of coaching them through the build your best family online course back in january of last year i interviewed them for our online summit which is happening this week and in our conversation they share their experience with the course and how it helped their family Welcome back to the Build Your Best Family online summit. Today, I am thrilled to introduce you to Andrew and Chrissy Carroll. This is a couple that I got the chance to work with to walk them through the Build Your Best Family online course. So I've spent a good deal of time with them talking about their family and their values, and I am so excited to meet you. So Pastor Andrew and Chrissy Carroll are driven by the desire to help those who are lost find hope and to help people take their next step with. Jesus. Pastor Andrew is a missionary with NOVA, an international missions organization. His team is sent out to help equip churches and Christians to reach the lost and make new disciples for Jesus. Before he transitioned to being a missionary, Andrew served as a discipleship pastor for the past 11 years at New Life Community Church in... How do you say that? Oxnard? Oxnard. Oxnard, California. As a discipleship pastor, he oversaw all of the training and the next steps for new believers, the marriage and life group ministry, and served on the teaching team helping people understand God's word. Chrissy has served as an adjunct professor at Life Pacific College and Azusa Pacific University. She has an amazing gift of equipping future pastors and leaders with the tools necessary to understand and explore God's word. Andrew and Chrissy have a desire to. help people take their next steps with Jesus. They have been married for 16 years and have a 10 year old daughter, Eden. They live in (laughs) California. (laughs) Yeah. So welcome. I'm so excited to actually see you in person. A lot of the work we do was over the phone. And so it's so fantastic to just talk to you guys face to face.
1: Yeah, it's mm-hmm. such a joy to be able to be here with you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted you to talk to um, our attendees about why family values matter and your real life experience with values, creating culture, and walking through the course that I offer. <clears throat> so yeah. uh, I would love for you to open up by telling us a little bit about you and your family and what brought us together. Yeah,
1: okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Well, you know, I would say that it really started about four years ago Mm -hmm. uh, when I lost my father. And so when my father passed away, that was a real turning point for me personally. Uh, I had a great relationship with my dad. I loved him and I knew that he loved me. But I realized that I didn't make that relationship as much of a priority as it should have been. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was doing uh, I was addicted to being busy. Mm -hmm. I was doing good things with good intentions. But I felt this season of uh, regret that I didn't make more of that relationship. So as my wife and I were in this season now, uh, we have a beautiful daughter named Eden. She's the joy of our lives. Um, and when we we had Eden, after Eden came, we experienced a long season of infertility. Mm-hmm. And so we realized that God has graciously given us this beautiful daughter. But we didn't want in 10 years from now to have the same regret that I experienced uh, with my relationship with my dad, with, um, with our daughter. And Mm -hmm. so we knew that being more intentional about our family, uh, living on purpose was absolutely what we needed to do. So I asked a friend and my friend and I were talking about it and he was the one that introduced us to you. Uh, and then that's where the fun began.
0: Mm hmm. So it sounds like you had a head start knowing what you were going to look for. Um, but based on your background, I also know that you are not a stranger to organizations with strong culture. So when you f- started this process and this journey, building family culture, were you skeptical or were you all in? Was there any convincing? Did you need any convincing that this might be <laughs> worth doing? <laughs>
1: well. You know, the answer uh, is
0: different for each of us. Yeah. Okay. Well, tell yeah. tell
1: me
2: your answers. I think one thing we both knew <laughs> is that our lives felt really out of control and we weren't okay with that anymore. And so we knew that we wanted to have a family that we could actually build, that we could yeah. craft, that we could design, so to speak, rather mm-hmm. than allowing things to just happen to us and then our family just be a byproduct yeah. of what's happening in our lives. So in that sense, we were really excited to do anything that Creates that stronger family culture that Mm -hmm. defines who we are and helps us move forward in that. However, um, approaching this process, I would say Andrew was really excited because he's the type of person that loves new things. He's always trying new things. (laughs) He does. Yeah, he's constantly growing, and you know, he's so he's kind of like this little. He's always chasing these rabbit trails and exploring things. And half the time on the side, I'm kind of being drugged along. (laughs) I mean, if you will, to be honest, and my personality is just. You know, you said, were we all in or were we a little skeptical? I was a little skeptical, to be honest, just because we've, you know, we've lived a Christian life for so long. We've, we've done a lot of conferences and workshops, and we've done all these things that help us. And and oftentimes they're really good in the moment and -hmm. they're so strong and they're so powerful. And then you walk away from it and nothing's changed. Mm -hmm. And so. There's a part of that skepticism with me that just felt like, oh, this is just going to kind of be like a lot of those other things, you know, another growth tool. But
1: yeah, yeah, for me, I was all in because I saw the gap. I mean, for years, we've talked about values and culture as it relates to ministry and building teams. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to be honest, I never uh, brought it home to the family. Mm -hmm. I found myself just spent. And so um, I felt like ministry got the best of me. And um, yeah. there was always that tug of war. And so I, I saw the gap. I, I knew that I needed to be more intentional as it relates to uh, leading and loving our family. Um, and so I, w- I was ready. I was hungry for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, for those watching that aren't familiar, the Build Your Best Family online course helps you to figure out what you want to be known for, identify your values, put practices in place that support those values, um, you know, rediscover your passions, create words around your family. So I want to ask you guys, what was your favorite part of this process?
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. The way that it was designed. I loved going through the courses. Um, And I'm the type of person where I'll jump. And so walking through it intentionally step by step was actually really helpful for me. Mm -hmm. So going through the courses, doing the projects uh, together, and then working through it with you, that combination was such a delight for me.
2: For Mm -hmm. me, it really, I'm just going to agree with what Andrew said, Uh, not only going through the exercises, because it gave us time to dialogue amongst ourselves without like, being in front of you, the coach. And so it gave us a chance to define who we are. I'm the type of person that I I, oftentimes I want to, you know, give the right answer and I want to say the right thing. And and I don't want to do it until I know that it's exactly right. And so having that chance, you know, off screen, so to speak, that we could really flesh it out. What does it mean um, Mm -hmm. for us to have what is our family culture? What does that look like? What is God doing in us? What is he birthing in us? And, um, so we get to work it out and then we get to come and be in front of you and you get to bring those clarifying questions yeah. to those moments where we're stuck or those moments, maybe sometimes it, for me personally, I'd get stuck on the wrong things. It felt like, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, you know, who cares about the word anymore, but you know, it's all yeah. part of working it out. And so to have that coach that, uh, you're a cheerleader too, it just encourages us like to, to go after what the Lord's doing in us. And then you, the, those clarifying um directions as well was just that's so helpful i wouldn't do it
0: without that oh well, it's good yeah what surprised you most about the process
1: how fun it was It it was was such a joy, like (laughs) like going through, you know, a lot of times when you think of course or training, you think of there's work and sometimes you approach it with the mentality, I just got to get through it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I loved it. I love the rhythm. I love the cadence of accountability. Mm -hmm. I love the different elements and the steps. And so Mm -hmm. I I was surprised. I like the joy and the excitement that I came to it um, Mm -hmm. was really um, surprising for me.
2: Yeah, it, yeah. Really, it really was fun. We found ourselves laughing. Yeah. We found ourselves bringing up old memories of things that, you know, you don't always take time to talk about. And it's just like, you just feel like you're in the zone when yeah. you're doing this because it's suddenly you're hitting your stride. You're doing what you're called to do. Be or being who you're called to be as a family, rather than just trying to do a whole bunch of tasks that maybe they'll work, maybe they won't. So it's it really is fun, and it's so energizing when you actually pursue those things. Uh, For me, it was also surprising because family coaching—that sounds family culture. That sounds so abstract. (laughs) What am I going to actually do with that? So I love the way that we figured out what our core values are, but every value is tied to practices that we. We actually do every day yeah. and, and not, uh, we don't do every single practice every day, but we're doing some of the practices every single day. Mm-hmm. And then we get to build more practices into our life that actually fits with what we feel like we're called to be.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, my hands down, my favorite part of the process is that sort of wrestling with determining your values. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes when I work with people and I work with you guys, um, it's more than one conversation right cuz we have a lot of ideas and to really dig deep and figure out what <laughs> it, like what is that real value versus you know we we I know I even I've struggled with wanting to grab onto values that maybe weren't meant for me right cuz if we have too many values you can't do those few well yeah but really figuring out what those few were, are is my favorite part of the process personally mm-hmm. um, so um how has figuring out your values helped you since taking this course
1: it's changed everything, everything completely. <laughs> really. So I, I got to be honest, the um, the season when we went through the course, it was both the best time and the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. It was the worst time because we were in a, in the midst of a transition ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so there was so much lack of clarity. There was so much that was going on around us. I mean, um, it was a challenge for us to even carve out the time yeah. to to begin to work it through um but we realized that finding our values in that season was absolutely necessary mm-hmm. so that we could gain clarity on how the lord was leading us and what was happening next so those values really served as a compass to help us discern the decisions that were before Mm -hmm. us and that we wanted to make. And so, yeah, it was both the best time uh, and the worst time.
2: Yeah. I mean, not only was it COVID, but like Andrew said, we were in a transition. So it just gave us the tools to, at first we were overwhelmed by choices and how how we were going to lead our life from here on forward. And the figuring out these values, it like he said, it actually yeah. allowed us to make the decisions that we needed to make. And we're much better for it. I mm-hmm. feel like we made stronger decisions. We made the decisions uh, that fit who God's calling us to be and yep. what we want our family to look like, what how we want that to reflect. So that's huge. I feel like there's been a lot of Uh, you know, little things too that have changed, you know, whether it's for me personally, it's giving myself permission to do the things that I actually want to do because they're going to build some of our family values. Whereas in the past, sometimes you don't take things for that, take time Mm -hmm. for it or money because, you know, it can feel like, oh, I shouldn't really spend money on that or I shouldn't take the time to do this. I've got all these other chores to do, but it allowed me to kind of remove some of those doubts because I know what my five core values are. And so I'm going to spend my time, money and energy on those things. And who cares if some of the other things fall by the wayside, because now I'm operating in my truest sense or what God's defined to be our truest sense. Mm -hmm. So I love that. Um, For me, I was talking to Andrew the other day as well. We have, you know, we, we have a 10 year old daughter and um, I don't, find myself to be an anxious person, but thinking about the future and what our next 10 years is going to look like yeah. with her, there's a lot of fears that will rise up into me because you hit those teenage years and what's that going to look like? Is she going to follow the Lord? Is she going to hate yeah. us as parents? You know, <laughs> all of those things, right? Yeah. I think I think every parent who thinks about it thinks those. And I feel like by going through this family culture, it's allowed me to really design the place that she is right now. So that she is steeping in our family values. She Mm is marinating in them. Mm -hmm. And so I don't have to worry about all the little choices because I know it's getting in her Mm -hmm. just like we would with the word, like the Bible and getting that into her. Now we have a family culture, how we live that out and it's getting in her. So even if there's bumps in the road, I feel like there's such a grounding and a foundation there that allows me to not feel so anxious about that. So Mm -hmm. I think that's wonderful.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, that's fantastic. So, has there been any other ways? Um, I mean, you just shared a lot, but any other things um, that you've pulled out of that that's worked for you that's, that's helped your family?
1: Oh, absolutely. Well, I think on a practical note, I think the unity between Chrissy and I has gotten closer. Yeah. Once we agreed upon our values, decisions about uh, time, decisions about money, um, really, we're in alignment because we we knew what our family values were and we knew Mm -hmm. the direction that we were we were headed. Yeah,
2: you know, we we do sometimes premarital coaching with with uh counseling with couples before they get married. And one of the things we always tell them is that doing a budget is so beneficial for you because it allows you to come together and it builds unity. People mm-hmm. don't hear that because it's like, who wants to build a budget? That sounds so boring and blah yeah. blah. And we always tell them it builds unity. You will come so uh, yeah. you'll you'll feel so close to each other. You understand what you're more aligned. And I feel like this process is the same kind of mm-hmm. thing our yeah. unity became so much stronger but yeah. like, mm-hmm. it, it, it just did so I think that was really wonderful I think there's been little things too like we actually took a family vacation yeah we haven't taken a family <laughs> vacation
1: in
0: years great right.
1: so it's like oh, we talked
2: a lot about how you guys love doing that yeah we did yeah so we were really excited and it you know and it's like you do with you do with what you have. And so we took a vacation. We went down to San Diego for a couple of days and we just had fun yeah. and we explored and we did all these things that we wouldn't have given ourselves permission to because it wasn't going to see a family member or wasn't, yeah. you know, doing something like that. And we also have a family or a road trip planned for the first time in our yeah. lives this summer. And so we're going to do a little extended road trip. It's going to be great. Like yeah. we got to do that.
1: <laughs> we have more intentional practices planned this year than in any year in our marriage yeah
2: yeah we uh, yeah another thing we're doing is a block party with our community like we've always wanted to we, yeah. we want to love people we want to love our community and we found ourselves so busy doing things mm-hmm. that we didn't have time to love people yeah I mean mm-hmm. I think that's true for a lot of people but who wants to be that yeah so yeah, know. you know Memorial Day we're having a block party with our community <laughs> and
1: we're
0: so oh, excited love about it. That'd be great <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah so how does that make you feel to say like we're did, we're living life on purpose. Like we, we've done more things this year. We have more things upcoming this year with intention than we ever had before.
1: Joy, fulfillment, Mm -hmm. peace. There's this, uh, there's this lightness that comes. Um, I'm no longer, um, you know, entertaining the voice that says you should be doing this or you should be Mm -hmm. doing that, or we need to do this. It's like, wow. Like the Lord is so gracious and we're living in this. And taking the time to really clarify our values mm-hmm. uh, was such a blessing, Yeah, such a blessing. Yeah. It's the one thing that changes everything. I'm convinced of that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I good. think for me, like, I think what's so surprising uh, too about it is that um, when you approach this idea of doing this coursework to do a family culture, it feels almost restrictive in a sense, but what, uh, what's on the other side yeah. of that is actually so freeing. Yep. There's so much freedom there. And because it does really tether you to the things you want to be tethered to. And that gives you the freedom to explore the things you want to explore. Yeah. So to me, uh, that for me
0: is my overwhelming feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Any last thoughts that you want to leave those watching with?
1: Oh, you got to do it. You just have to do it. In fact, all the couples that we're doing marriage coaching with, we're telling them like, you've got to sign up for this course Mm -hmm. Um, because, you know, it'll take hard work, but Doing it now, well, the the benefit, the reward, the season to come, it will change everything. There will be a, mm-hmm. a sense of purpose, of calling, of clarity. Um, and in the very practical day-to-day, it'll change the way you live. And so, yeah, if if someone's watching this and they're thinking about whether or not they should do it or not, you just have to do it. Take the risk and go for it.
2: Yeah, I think if, if, you, if anyone's like me and you always have these thoughts in your mind, like, I wish I was the kind of mom who did dot, dot, dot. I wish we were the kind of family who <laughs> did dot, dot, dot. If you have those thoughts in your mind, take a minute to go through this like andrews saying and and give yourself over to that discovery process because the fruit that comes out on the other side yeah. allows you to stop those thoughts in your mind and oh i don't have to say that anymore because now i'm taking steps to do that mm. and so i again i think that's just incredible i i would yeah. recommend this to anybody
0: yeah oh well thank you i'm so i'm so thrilled that this has been yeah. so helpful for you guys all right so we're going to wrap up but tell us a little bit about more about the work that you're doing and where we can find you
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in the last year, we transitioned from being pastors to being missionaries. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the beautiful joy is we are working with churches and pastors and leaders to really help them launch discipleship movements. Um, And it's such a gift. So we kind of um, told our story on uh, carolsonmission.com. That's a little bit about our family journey, about where we've come from in the last year. And most recently, uh, we've really been have a heart and a desire to help people take their next step. Um, And so I'm going to be uh, launching Andrew Carroll Coaching, uh, helping people move forward, get unstuck and move forward on purpose. And so Mm -hmm. you can find that at andrewcarrollcoaching.com.
0: Great. Thank you so much. I so appreciate your kind words and being with us today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you.
0: If you'd like to connect beyond the podcast, you can find me over on Instagram. It's my favorite place to hang out and share the ups and downs of everyday life, what we get right and what we get wrong too. You can find me at at Kimberly Amici and you can find the podcast at at Family. Remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose.